right, it says we are live. Good evening, good evening, guys. Welcome, 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 welcome. Come on in. I hope you guys are here for this because I am here for this because y'all don't even have a clue <laughs> how long I've been trying to get my good friend, my sister from another mister. When I tell you I've been trying to get her for years, I can honestly say either to go live with me and now to get on the podcast. So what's up, guys? It's your girl, Erica Nicole, and I am here for the episode with Erica Speaks Life. This is episode, you know what? I do this every time. This is episode 67, and I'm so excited about it. I see you guys coming in. I see you guys connecting with us, and we are glad that you are here. I am sitting down with one of my bestie boos, if I cannot say this. This girl here since we met, we have been tight as thieves. We have been stuck together. Now we're co-authors together. And that's one of the reasons she's sitting down. But she's also been one of my coaching clients, one of my confidants. You name it, she has been there for me. So guys, welcome. Welcome to Speak Life with Erica Nicole. My name is Erica Nicole. And I'm here today with author, Mia Shaharty, as well as the owner and CEO of Mimi Blings. And let me tell you something, y'all. She blings it out. I should have been drinking out of my uh, Erica Speaks Life cup. I didn't even think yeah. about that. Right <laughs> over there. I'll I go. didn't either, but yeah. I'll go <laughs> well, say good luck to the people, Miss Hello, everybody. Hello, hello, hello. I'm glad to be here. Oh, come on now. You can't be shy, y'all. Spread. No, no. I, I, yes, I we are not going here. to let her be shy. I already <laughs> see her trying to be shy. We are not going to be shy. I had to change the um, audience for some reason. There we go. It was not letting us go public, but I fixed that. And now I am going to... um... Sorry, guys. We are doing a live recording, which, of course, is going to uh, be pulled up on the podcast tomorrow. So podcast, uh, when you hear this (laughs) on Friday... Just know I had to handle some tech issues um, as well. And yes, I am still recovering. I was finally diagnosed with um, a sinus infection. So I am on antibiotics. So I did. I do sound a little froggy today, but it's okay because the show must go on. And one monkey don't stop no show. Hey, me, me, Osha, what's up, boo? Hey, Erica, what's up? Can you believe it? You're finally here. I'm finally here. Finally I'm here. so excited. I am too. I am too. Um, it's yeah. It's been a long time coming. I'm excited. I'm it has excited. been a long time coming. I love it because we are killing two birds with one stone. One, you will. It was time for you to go live, right? And it was time for you <laughs> yes. to go live with the girl. But not only yes. are you going live, but you are going to be on the podcast as well. So this will be yes. in multiple places. Yes. It's on YouTube. It's on Facebook <laughs> as well as it will be on the podcast platform. And I'm so excited because you've done some phenomenal things. And because you you are such a behind the scenes kind of girl, nobody really knows that you over there really cooking with hot grease. I'm trying to get it, girl. I'm trying to, I'm getting there. I'm getting to where I'm more out front. So here, this is the beginning. So I am excited (laughs) because one, you are a published author. Yes. You are a published 
author. And I'm so excited about that. So let's just dive right in to that conversation. Yes. Why now? Oh, why now? Well, um, something I've always wanted to do. Um, as a, I mean, I, wrote, I always wrote as a kid and as a teenager. Like, I used to write all the time. Middle school, elementary school, I, I won um, different writing contests and all that. And then it just kind of, you know, went away. So on the cusp of 50th birthday, it was just kind of one of those, you know, checklist you know, bucket list type things. I need to get in an anthology or write a book or just kind of tell a little bit and just, and then um, you let me know about an opportunity that was, um, you know, that was like perfect. I feel like it was perfect for me right on time. Um, and it came right in time for me to be able to do that um, around my, my 50th birthday because, um, you know, a lot of things I've been silent about for a very long time. And um, it just needed, I needed to be able to talk about things, be able to open up and just kind of share a little bit, um, hoping that I can, you know, help somebody else, you know. Um, so, you know, I'm, at, at 50, it was time. It was time. You know what? It is something about turning 50. It is. I don't care what nobody <laughs> say. Baby, when the yes. clock strikes 50, you just be a whole nother person. Um, yes. You yes. just be a whole nother person. Yes. I was listening today to a podcast and she was saying 20, 40, 60. I said, oh, no, no, sugar. Mm-hmm. Uh-uh. It's 50. At 50, Oprah said, 50, Oprah 50. said at 50, you don't care anymore. You don't have I think it's that you realize you don't have time That's it. to care That's anymore. That's it. Like yeah. you've lived more than half your life at 50. Right. Right? right. You've it's lived already. more than half your life. What more is there? And who really cares? Who don't like or care for? or Exactly. And you don't have time for that. That's the last thing that we have time for um you know you you want you just gonna be you you just gonna do you you don't care about what nobody say about about what you're gonna wear about what color you got on what color your hair is what shoes you got on who, yeah you, if, if y'all can't on. see me on the podcast platform <laughs> but I got the holy hand the hand up. Up because just, you just don't care i remember when i turned 50 now of course i turned 50 before you i'm now 51 and i remember waking up it, this sounds crazy when I say it. But I say, God, I'm 50. Yeah. I'll have AIDS. Listen. Like that was a you that was you. Listen. Let's look. I don't know who's watching. I see y'all peeping on. Say hi if you on Facebook, whatever platform you own. Let us know you're here. But if you are 50 and you got children. Right? Yes. And you don't have AIDS. Yes. Y'all, we done made it through some things. Yes. Right? We done made it through COVID. We have made it through wars at this point in our 50 years. Yes. We have made it through the the AIDS pandemic. Yes. We have made it through almost the second race war. (laughs) Let's be real. Yes. Yes. We've made it through some things. And at 50... 
I don't have time to stop and wonder, did I say that right? Did I speak to that person? Did I acknowledge their presence? Is my dress long enough? (laughs) Am I dressed appropriate for this occasion? Am I could get over it? It, You just it's time out for that because we've spent so much time doing that already. We've already spent over half our. I mean, not all the time, but you know, in some way, shape, or form. It it it, it may not be for everybody, but there are some places and some circles and places that we moved around that we felt like, oh, we we got to second guess us. Hey, Miss Stephanie. You know what we have on. Second guess what we said. Try not to hurt anybody's feelings. Trying to cover everybody. Make sure everybody feels like you. You know, all of those. We've already done. Spent a lot of time doing that, Um, and so. Yeah, just by the time we got to, it's the same thing. This, when you woke up and said, I don't have anything. I woke up and said, out of all that stuff that I've been through, I'm still here. I still got my mind. That, I am not over in a corner, rocking back, rocking and, forth, back and forth, rucking my thumb. <laughs> yes. Snatching that baby next. That ain't even Talking to there. some other people. That baby, let me room. tell you something. Because many a day, many a day. I am I still I here. Yeah. I am still I'm living, breathing, I woke up. walking, talking. Yeah. I ain't killed no kids. The kids didn't kill me. Yeah. My husband still breathing. That. All of that. Yes, ma'am. Yes, We're ma'am. still here. Still here. So, segueing in, you are one of the authors in one of our recent anthologies visionary author Paula Lorraine who will be on the podcast soon you are one of the authors now granted I pulled you in kicking and screaming but I knew it was time it was time I knew it was time I knew it was on your list yes and the, the opportunity presented and I wanted to share this platform with my people right yes. so I got a couple of friends with me on this one. right right why this project and why this story I think <clears throat> for sure the um once I knew what the title was that it was it was just it spoke to me it stood out immediately once I heard what the title was I was like oh I, I, I gotta be there that's that's the one that's that's it mm-hmm. um and just because it speaks about um you know, if, for those of you who don't know, if resilient was a person, um, and speaking of again, <laughs> all of um, the things that I have gone through, lived through, made it through, um, that that stuck to me, that stuck out to me, the resilience. Uh, so I felt like I this was it. I had to. Um, why that's this story. Um, because it was something, like I said, in that actual um, chapter that most of what I have gone through, I haven't told, talked to anybody about but God. And you, we often hear um, nothing hidden gets healed. Um, and I figure at this point in life, I, all the things that I've made it through, I am resilient, I am um, just that, just exactly what that says, and I feel like um, if, if resilient was a person, I feel like that's me. Um, 
but I feel like if I could tell my story um, and it can help another woman, another girl, another man, another person um, know that regardless to all the things that they have gone through, they can still um, they can still heal. They can still um, be on this healing journey. They can not be a victim any longer, continue to be a victor to so just so many uh-oh. Where'd you go? Hopefully she uh, comes back. Out oh, there she goes. You back. Uh, yeah. You back. I think somebody was trying to call. I'm sorry. sorry mama. Put, that, put, put it on do not disturb, girl. Tell them we busy. We are busy over here creating history. Yes, we are creating history. Uh-oh. She working with it, y'all. She working with it. Be patient with me. Guys, while she's figuring that out, I want to recap. I am here with one of my besties, one of my friends, author, business owner, me, Osha Harding. She is out of Tulsa, Oklahoma. For those of you in the Tulsa area, I do see some friends from Tulsa on the live stream. Hello, hello, Miss Noah Brown. Glad you are here. Guys, she was, oh my God, I had to pin your statement. Nothing hidden gets healed. That is such a profound statement because we do like to cover up our wounds, right? We got concealer for the marks on our faces. We got all this foundation to cover up our body issues. Yes. You know, you go to the doctor, they got a cast on it. They got a Band-Aid on it. They got all this stuff on it. But what we don't realize is covering up helps through the healing process, but it's not permanent. That's right. The cover-up is not supposed to be permanent. Wow. So what did it feel like pinning your story? It was rough. It was like, (laughs) I'm a mother of five. So it was like birthing. It was literally like birthing a baby again. It was was rough. It was, I had, it was more so because I was live, reliving going through the process of reliving it all while I was telling it and it, you know after so long we tend to you know push things back push things back push things back um and you know we forgive and we forget and we kind of move some things around and you know compartmentalize we put some stuff you know in these little boxes and we don't deal with it and we don't really have to and so I had to take all of that stuff out of those compartments and I had to lay it all out and I had to look at it and I had to relive it and I had to rethink it and I had to, you know, and just going through all those feelings and emotions and all of those things again, um, it was helped kind of um, understand some things, um, but it was, it was hard. It was hard. And it was at a time that I was also literally battling de- depression. So I was already dealing with that on top of battling depression um, and just literally asking the Lord to just help me to navigate through that and still be clothed and in my right mind because it was a lot. It was a lot. You made it. I made it. You made, I made it. it. <laughs> Let's go back. Let's talk about depression because you did something this time in your depression journey, right? Yes. That blew my mind as your friend. It blew my 
like blew my mind. It was so powerful. And a community like centered around you in this journey. Yeah. Tell us about that. Um, I was trying to figure out a way besides, I had just been praying about um, besides journaling or besides just prayer, how I could just get through it. Like literally one day at a time, one moment at a time, moment to moment. And um, I did something that I wouldn't normally do. And I started to uh, take to my Instagram page because my coach is always telling me I need to be going on my page and posting. And so I posted, I posted it. Um, I literally posted um, for accountability, really just accountability for myself to say, okay, girl, get up out the bed. You got up today. Wash your face, brush your teeth, you know, comb your hair, put on some clothes. Even if you're not, you know, going anywhere, not doing anything, don't have any plans. I literally just had to just kind of vlog the journey. Um, and like I said, more is for accountability for myself, just to, to, so I can go back and say, okay, you did that yesterday, so you can do it again today. Okay, you did this that, that yesterday, today, so you can do it again tomorrow and just talk myself through it um, and just by blogging it and just posting it on my on my Instagram. Um, and I documented the date, the time, and, and I just, you know, came up with some hashtags that were gonna help me get through. And um, that's how I kind of, got myself dug myself out of that hole it was for me for me it was so and I'm gonna try not to get emotional but it was so relatable right and I think and that was what um and I didn't think about any of that at the time but then um different people I started people started following me that I didn't know people that follow me their friends and family that did know me of course but then there were people that didn't know me and they were saying you reaching out and in my inbox and saying oh my gosh I felt that today like oh thank you so much you helped me I got out of bed and I brushed my teeth today I, I put I got dressed today you helped me so much and then when I did if I missed a day or two without people were like where are you you okay what's going on hey I didn't see you today and I you know I had some some a couple of ladies somebody from Hawaii that inboxed me and they followed me every day. I was looking for you today. I'm so glad you got up. You made me get up and comb my hair and just, and I was just like, whoa. So it was, it was relatable. There were more people than I realized that were, that were, I was helping or that was feeling the same way and felt like that um, somebody could walk, you know, hold her hand and walk through that same thing. So I wasn't alone even though I felt like I was. I felt like I was alone before I did it. And then I realized that there were so many other people that um, were having the same issue and were, um, that was helping them through it. So, but that's the enemy, that you was, know, the enemy likes us. Absolutely, absolutely. And make you feel absolutely. like you're alone. And you know, that's what we do with depression. We isolate, we don't want to tell yeah. anybody because we don't want to be a burden, right? And then yep. we stay in the exactly. bed, stay in the house. We don't open the curtains. We don't, Exactly. You know, I remember, when you were going through that, like on my own journey, I'm going through functional depression. So I yes. get up to dress and go do what I got to do. But then yes. I come home and I get in the bed. Yes. And but prior to thing. that, I was already doing the functional depression thing because I was up at work every day. I go work. I go to teach. I do all my stuff. I come home. I did that. But then when I was at home, 
I was that was just if I got out of the bed and it was some days when my husband would get up and he would go to work and he'd be like all right baby I get up you good you know and then when he come back I was in the same place and that's when I was like okay I was like okay God we gotta do something we I don't help me what are we gonna do and I felt like that was what he was like okay just post it and I was like what post it you, you, you wash the face today and put, post it. So I literally had to be mindful of getting my camera before I did anything else, doing my prayer, doing my step, getting up, washing my face, brushing my teeth. And it was, I mean, like it literally was a big deal because there were days I was like, I don't know, did I, did I get dressed? Did I even? My husband was intentional and with accountability for me. And yeah, it worked out. And it, it, it did. It helped me pull me out of the house. It was. <laughs> so profound to watch I mean I would get on some days and you would literally be washing your face you would literally be like walking through this and it was profound because I know I'm calling you and I'm checking on you but I'm watching this and I'm like go Leosha go Leosha you got it you got it you can do it and it's so real because depression is dark and when you have that depression of grief and loss in life and yes. whatever because God knows all of the things yeah. right it's so dark and to see that happen and to read some of the comments and just to see you do it it was so profound so I want to say thank you as your friend as a fellow depression recovered depression whatever you want to call us you know I feel like you're a depression <laughs> warrior, a survivor, yes. because you know it yes. comes and goes. Yeah. Um, but thank you for sharing the truth <sighs> and putting a faith <laughs> with yes. depression. Because at 50, like, yeah, we made it. We made it. And so I, I I love I just I love that I love that I love that. Um, tell us, tell us. Okay, so y'all, let me tell y'all. I, I, I wish I could like get up and go get my cup. Um, <laughs> I wear a lot of shirts that Miosha does on on my podcast or my live streams. Um, y'all see me wearing my shirts, my birthday shirts. Um, I have one that says "Recovering Overthinker." Um, I have one that says, "What does it say?" Bougie. Bougie something uh, with a dope attitude. Uh, oh, yes. Dope chick with a bougie attitude. <laughs> that, like, <laughs> like all the things, all the things. We working on a few things behind the scenes. Um, how did Mimi's blings come about? Um, that actually, um, again, something that I had put away a long time ago. I've always been a crafter, um, creator. Um, and then it was something I kind of put away. But when I lost my dad, December 2018, um, that was kind of the beginning of my depression when I really started feeling uh, like I was just losing it out of body experience. Of course, when you lose your parents, days, days apart, days apart, literally, it was, it was the craziest thing. Yeah, days apart. I don't understand. Same year. Me, Osha, and I are around the same age. Um, we are both LPNs. We are both were. Well, I was married to a minister. She is married to a minister. Like our lives mirror parallel. That's giving y'all some of the tea. 
Um, our lives are so mirrored. And when we lost our dad, within days apart. days. It was so unreal. I was like, this is not happening. She did, this is not happening. Yeah. Days apart, the same year. Yeah, right before Christmas. That's um, that's straight up crazy. Yeah. That's what you it know. It was crazy. That you yeah. know. And that, was, that was when I started, I started back to creating and crafting and making stuff to try to, to keep myself busy, to get me to get up and not be crying and upset. And so I started um, crafting again and just, you know, wanting to, you know, bling out stuff. I started with just blinging out phone cases for my daughters and, um, you know, doing different things. I like, I always like t-shirts. I've always been a t-shirt person. So I was like, I'm going to get some stuff to start making my own t-shirt. So I don't have to keep waiting on somebody. So, <laughs> um, so I just started buying a little thing, a little bit here and there. But that was what kept me. It kept me busy because I always had a new idea or then I joined some Facebook uh, Facebook groups and some different groups and took some classes to start learning. So that was kind of what, how it kind of birthed and I, and it was just a hobby. It really was just hobby for me just to keep me busy and keep me from being depressed. <laughs> um, just trying to, you know, do some stuff fun. And, I, you know, I like to give gifts. I like to create. Um, I'll, I'm a person that likes um, thoughtful handmade gifts and handcrafted things. So I thought, you know, I would just make things like that. And then it kind of took off. Like, you know, like I said, people, oh, I want one of those. I like that. Can you do this? Can you make a wine glass? Can you? So I just start. it just kind of picked up and, um, you know, into a small business and um, big bits. This is what I'm like, you know, become, um, you know, looking down the line. But uh, it just kind of took off. And um, it's just something I love to do. I literally, you know, like to blink anything I can get my hands on. So I do glasses, I do shoes, I do shirts, I do, I'm doing my daughter a mirror right now. She's a makeup artist. Um, anything that I can put some rhinestones to. And I, yes, I do them one by one. She doing and, my chugs, I can't wait. <laughs> yes, I'm and working on your chugs. And Ooh, um, so it's just my chugs. <laughs> that's where it came from it really came back after I lost my dad it just kind of um picked I picked up those things again right along with um you know writing journaling crafting those things that I used to love that um you know kept kept my sanity basically just to keep my mind it. I love it because you that healing process like you put your it's a scripture in the bible about putting your hand to the plow um, yes. And it's, it's talking more about ministry, doing the work. But mm-hmm. you put your hand to the plow in your healing journey. You took ownership of that thing and you went after it. Yes. You went after it. <laughs> yeah. Like you, yeah, yeah, you went after that thing. And I you did. didn't do one thing. You did a number of things to push through. Yes. I had to kind of put together a little... <laughs> system for myself yes to push I love it I love it so what is next for you what's next for me um I know um I, I want to do more with this with this book hopefully I can um get where I can speak I will come More. on. We're going to claim that. I will. Yes, she will. I will, will. be speaking uh, yes. more yes. Um, about the the book and the subjects um, as a whole. Um, I want to start a uh, support group for um, trauma 
domestic abuse, sexual abuse, um, I, I, something I've, I've been thinking about for years, 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 years. And I think this just kind of ignited the fire again. Um, and I want to start a podcast. I want to start a podcast. <laughs> um, to just, you know, uh, like I said, I think there's a lot of, there's a lot of people who have had some type of trauma. Um, uh, and I realized that when we had our uh, beauty's books and uh, beauty's books and brunch, that again, one of those things where I always felt like I was alone. And then I realized there's so many other people and women who could relate um, to my story and to what I've been through. So um, I, I want to be able to open the door for other people to know that they're not alone as well. And it's okay to have a voice and speak about it and talk about it because again, then that that is that is covered up, you know, gets healed. So the tip it doesn't get healed. So we have to talk about it. We have to speak up. Tell the story. Love it. I cannot wait to be on the front row when you speak <laughs> at your first event. Come on, talk to okay, Oklahoma, okay, okay. Oklahoma City virtual event. Come on. Yes. Right, we speaking on the topic of depression. We thinking on the, speaking on the topic of trauma, and it is so needed and so it necessary. Is. It really is. So it, many people are taking their lives um, here. Just the suicide rate that I, of people that I've seen that I know and that I don't know, and that I know of people, it is just alarming. It's very scary, and it's just because people don't feel like they can make it the next day through whatever hurt or trauma the depression um you know the domestic abuse the sexual abuse the whatever it is the abortion whatever it was that you had that sticks to you and sticks with you um you know we need to be able to to know that we are not that thing that we can heal that we can it's and it's you know it's a healing journey it's it's there'll be some rough days oh, but Oh, we lost her again. She's coming back. I love that though because there are rough days, right? They're going to be ups and they're going to be downs, and you, we gotta learn the art of riding the waves of the emotions that we're going through when we're dealing with depression. Um, yes. So we, the, the waves of depression, right? Because um, it, it is, it's ups and it's downs. And some days are gray and some days are shiny and some days are dark like it's a lot and I think it's very important not to minimize yes another person's feelings exactly because when you minimize other people's feelings then they feel like they're not allowed to feel so they don't say anything I was listening to a podcast I love Sarah Jakes um shout out to Sarah Jakes her father just Pass the baton to her. Yes. Um, yes. Pass the, the women's empowerment. Women's hour lose over to women evolve. So profound. Um, but she was saying, um, they were in, in her podcast. They were talking about trauma abuse. It was about yes. abuse, generational curses of abuse. Um, and they were saying that when you, it starts at childhood, and yes. I know you'll agree with this. Um. When children are raised to be seen and not heard, or when children are not able to voice what is going on, um, I'm bored. That gets on my nerves. You don't have no nerves. You know, we were shut off, not given the words or given the space and time 
to voice right. whatever that was. So when you're shut down, at some point when it's time to voice it, you don't want to say shut nothing. down. That's it. We continue you don't to shut down. Say That's and right. I know it was done to me, right? Mm-hmm. But parents only did what was done to them or what they knew to do. What they knew to so, do. Shout out to our mothers who did the best that they could raising yeah. us in single family households. Skip yeah. 100. No shade to our mothers. Not I don't know. I probably did it to my children. Mm-hmm. At some point. We, because we do what we know. What we, we know. Exactly. We baked exactly. the turkey the way we saw granny and mama bake the turkey. <laughs> so here we go. That's what we did. Yeah. Um, now being a grandparent trying to rewrite the story rewrite the narrative raise the kids different like I my grandchildren speak a lot (laughs) but instead of telling them that they talk too much or that they talk a lot right we're trying to teach them time and place yes let's teach them what to do with their gifts or their characteristics instead of making them feel like they're flawed or something is wrong with them that's the healing trauma start right there yeah yeah right there we got a lot of trauma healed if we start right there and allowing people to be who they naturally are and teaching them how to navigate through the process Yes, that's it. That's it. That's that's perfect. That's perfectly said. That is perfectly said. Definitely. Definitely. Because um, it's very, very, very important. It is. It's important. And um and like you say, with we were shut down. Go in there. Go in there. And sit down. Find something to do. Go. Go sit down. And be quiet. You know. You know. Like they say, the children are supposed to be seen and not heard, and all of those cliches and those things that they you know say and that's just old school that's you know that's but um there we do need to give give them time and grace to be able to talk to us to come to us and I that was one thing that I did with my children that I made a point um you can come talk to me about anything I might not always like it but you I'm, it's oh, <laughs> we know it's mother's sometimes we'd be like oh but I, I didn't we do always, well digesting the anything yeah. I know like you I was watching a TikTok, and you know we got to talk about TikTok, because Leosha is a TikTok phenomenon. Like, it just happened overnight, to be honest. We're not going to play with it, y'all. It happened overnight. But I was watching a TikTok, and the mother was leaving to go somewhere, and the little girl said, I need to, can I talk to you? And so the mother goes back in the house, and then she puts a pillow between her and the kid. Yeah. (laughs) So she can listen, right, and express herself Without, without her, I yes, said, Baby, I've seen that one. I'd have had to be in the other room or something with my kids. Yeah. Um, I, I think I'm doing better now. Uh-huh. Um, Definitely. Because, yeah. Because we've changed. That's the other thing, 50. We've changed. There's some things we think, okay, man, we should have said this or we should have, okay, well, we need to be more open. We need to be more. We know what, what was traumatic to us and we've recognized some of those. Yeah things that were said and things that were done that we're still dealing with so mm-hmm. we don't want to do the same thing so we kind of try to switch it up a little bit of how we react and how we hold conversations and what we listen to and 
try to okay give me a minute let me process and those kind of things because we know the hangups that we still kind of carry that you know that that was dropped off on us so I, I'm try I try to be mindful as well and I and trust me I'm there with you sis some days I'd be like oh I don't know if I wanted you to tell me that but like oh let me call you back hold on boo <laughs> let me let me let me call you back <laughs> let me have a moment let me process let me this let me and that's the thing we we have to learn to do better um if there's somebody listening and i know it's somebody listening right whether on youtube or one of the facebook channels or maybe they're catching a podcast that's in that dark place yeah what would you tell them today i would tell them that one day at a time one moment at a time, literally one moment at a time. If you can just get up, if we, if you wake up, you still have a purpose. There's a purpose. You're, there's a reason for you to be here. And even when you feel like that, there is no, there, that what else could happen? Or there's nothing else that can go uh, be as bad as that place. Um, you, you woke up, so then you have a purpose. So now you just have to take that one step. And it's not going to be easy, and it won't be um, fixed overnight. But if you just keep on living, you just take one day at a time. Go to God. And if you don't have, if you, when, you don't have when you don't have any words, if you just call on the name of Jesus, he'll definitely get you through. But one step at a time, one moment at a time. It's not worth um, the feeling of feeling like I, it's just best for me not to be here anymore. And believe me, I felt that. I felt that several times. Um, but you're wanted. Somebody wants you. Somebody needs you. And if you wake up, you still have purpose. And if you need to figure out what that thing is, give me a coach. Like Erica said, you need the coach, you need the couch, and you need Christ. Um, you get the three C's and just take it one day at a time. However you need to do, if you need to write, if you need to pray, if you need to craft, if you need to blog, um, work out, punch a bag, whatever you have to do to get through it. But give yourself the grace and the time, one day at a time, one moment at a time. And if you just keep putting one foot in front of the other, you can make it out that hole. You can make it out that hole. Oh my God, I love that because this is the thing. It's okay not being okay. It's okay not being okay. Not okay to stay that way. That's right. It's not okay to stay that way. It is unfair to those that love you and those that need you and those that have not even met you yet. Right. Because (laughs) we need you and you are needed and you are necessary. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. Coming from somebody that has had bouts of depression. Um, from grief and loss of my daughter to uh, my recent um, you know transition in my family Um, just life the awkwardness of teenagehood uh, just like the overwhelmingness of being a single mom then the overwhelmingness of being a married mom and a wife just mom mom a grandma a nurse a nurturer Middle age, we take care of our parents, taking care of your mama, losing your daddy. Ooh, child, that, that sandwich generation. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Let me tell you something. 
when yeah. they when they talked about the sandwich generation when we went to school, mm-hmm. they made it sound real cute. Mm-hmm. They did. Baby, they let did. me tell you something. <laughs> this sandwich generation is not for punks. It is not for the weak. When you got your mama, your kids, yourself, and your grandkids, it is a whole new world out yes. there. And it is not for the faint at heart. At all. Not at all. At all. My God, <laughs> it is not for the faint at heart. It's the, it's the, it's the sandwich for real. They weren't playing. We, we in the middle of all I'm of just the- trying to figure out what piece of the sandwich I am. Like, if I'm a pickle, the, the ham, the cheese, well, the meat, it's, well, it's, yeah. tomato, what part am I in this sandwich? Oh, my goodness. Generation. Yeah. Yeah. Man, I cannot believe we're on. I can't believe you're sitting here with Speak Life with Erica Nicole podcast. I cannot believe you are I'm on excited. Facebook Live. Y'all don't know, like, this girl does not like it at all. But I have to tell you, Miosha, your voice is so needed and it's so necessary. Um, there is so much truth and wisdom inside of you that you got to come forth and yes, start your podcast <laughs> and get on these stages because people need you. Um, you have raised one of the baddest barbers in Northern <laughs> Oklahoma, one of the baddest fate of makeup artists in uh, Oklahoma City. Like you are needed and you are necessary. Oh, and let's not even forget the crochet goddess. Like she, yeah. who girl. crochet? The girl can crochet anything, y'all. Anything. <laughs> like, and I can you, I can't do a straight line, but she got it a lot. <laughs> I don't know one hook, two hook, three hook. I don't know none of them. Yeah. Uh. Uh-uh. But so needed is so necessary. I'm so glad you were here. Me, Osha has been with me forever. She's been a coaching client. She has been. <laughs> Best friend, show to the crowd, partner, a little bit of everything, man. You name it, like she, my girl, all the way around. So I want to thank you for um, coming on and co-hosting this episode with me. Um, with speak like Erica Nicole, I celebrate your authorship. I celebrate your womanship, your entrepreneurship, your fifty ship. I celebrate it all. I celebrate it all, and I am here for it. So I want to thank you, thank you, thank you. Really quick, though, before we go, because we got to talk about TikTok. Tell me the TikTok story, because one day you were there, and then the next day you were there. Yeah. What happened? What and happened? I, was, was. I wasn't even. I just listen. Uh, let's just be honest. And, and if no, I'm telling y'all guys, she's a TikTok phenomenon. I could barely get her on Instagram or to show up on Facebook, and then she get on TikTok and she blows up. Yeah, I can't. I I'm not the best on uh, social media. I'm still navigating my way and still learning. And then every time I find something. Um, they uh, they change it up on me. So I'm, you know, learning to navigate through this. And my kids were like, "Mama, you need to get on um, TikTok." And I was like, 
I don't know nothing about TikTok. I, I would I, I I watched a couple of videos, but I so my daughter logs in and makes me a little account, and she was like, "You need to start posting on TikTok." That's where you're, it's gonna blow up. It's just different. You can put music with it. You can post your stuff. And I was like, ah. so I got on there and I kind of watched and I looked a little bit. And I was like, okay, let me see. I'm a, let me navigate my way through here. So I started posting a little bit here and there. And um, I'm not sure. She started posting. This this kid. joy of parenthood they don't care that you're recording live they don't care that you're on a podcast they don't care everybody and then i want to call me right now i apologize um so um i posted a video and i posted one of my mugs and um it when i went to bed it had like 400 views in like 30 minutes and i was like hmm. i went to bed and I woke up and I had like 2,000 and something notifications and it had went viral. And I saw it kind of climbing, you know, but I thought, surely I'm not gonna get that many. I woke up and I, it had a like 146,000 views or something crazy. And I had all these people saying, how do I get one? Where I get this? This is so pretty. And I was just in there like, oh, cause I was looking at it and I'm thinking, this is crazy and it just blew. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love what stuff like that happens because it happened organically. She didn't have to pay nobody. She didn't I take didn't. no class. She just showed up and did it. And then who was that that actually bought a cup from you? And it showed it on their TikTok. Yeah. So it was one of like my favorite families that I watch all the time. And they, I had been watching. She was one of the first people I started following in her family. And so people started tagging her saying, this looks like you. This looks like you. This looks like you. And she inboxed. She was like, "Oh, I have to have this. This is, this looks like me. I know you didn't make this behind me, but this looks like me. Can I get one?" And I said, "What's funny is I was gonna send it and gift it because she always does um, reviews for small black owned businesses oh, anyway." And so I was going to gift it because I wanted her to, you know, show it and promote it. And so she asked for one, and I said, well, "I was gonna gift you one." Anyway, she was like, "No way." She was like, "We'll take a donation." Um, and she said, and I sent one, and she did a review on it. And from that, I think I got another hundred orders and it just blew up. And so it started sending it to people that um, other people that she follows just started following me. And so it just kept growing. So I think I did when I checked down at like 13K um, as of today, which was just for me. I was like, and I was not even going to get on that app. I wasn't about to do none of that. And it blew up. Girl, I'm still over there on the struggle bus. You coming, girl. You, you, it's going. Let me just tell you, but I love it. I love, I just love what life is doing for you at this present moment like you're just doing the thing and i'm just here to watch you shine you know how i feel about it honey i am here to watch you shine and i'm excited for it so i want to thank you for being my co-host today on speak life with erica nicole i am excited and i cannot wait to have you back after you don your speaker stage and the next things that happen to you we definitely yes. want you to have you back you always got to see as a co-host over here with thank you all right so guys thank you for joining us thank you thank you thank you don't forget to connect with miosha all her information will be in the show notes um in every on every site 
so that you can connect with her, go check your girl out over on uh, TikTok. That's where she be getting down at. Mimi Bling. Mimi on TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook. Yes. Z. Yes. Go check her out. I'll have all our information in the show notes. Bye-bye. Bye. Well, I don't know about you guys, but that was just absolutely amazing. Um, just to watch Miosha's story and for her to share her story, not only in a book, but on social media and to watch her unfold like the butterfly it that she is. Just absolutely amazing. I hope you guys are enjoying the interviews. This is the second interview out of the book, If Resilient Was a Person. Um, you can order that book. I am one of the co-authors in it. I will put a link in the show notes where you can order that book from me. Um, signed copy, of course. The authors are amazing. I'm going to keep rolling out these authors one behind the other so you can get to put the face with the name, with the story. Guys, have an amazing, amazing week, weekend since it's Friday. Um, be blessed. I love you guys. Don't forget it is shine time.